What's up, you guys? And welcome back to another episode of Unfiltered. It's me, your host, Lindsay Hughes. Y'all know who it is. Tonight, I'm doing another night episode for you guys. I kind of feel like these ones are just so cozy. I don't even really know if it's actually a different vibe when you're listening as opposed to when I used to definitely always record during the day, but for some reason, this has just been what's occurring lately. It's episode 39, and I did want to say right before I get into this episode that as of now, I believe that next episode, episode 40, is going to be my last episode that I do for like a month. Um, I mentioned to you guys a couple episodes back that this is season one, 40 episodes. And then once we get to episode 40, I am going to be taking a break for the holidays. Now, I'm not exactly sure the time frame of the break because I might come back a little early. I might come back in January and I might not come back until the beginning of February. It depends on a couple things moving forward for next year. Definitely try to let you know on the podcast Instagram, but I believe that I'm going to take around a month off for the holidays and then I'm going to come back strong, heavy, ready to go, just re-inspired so many new ideas for season two in either January or February of 2021. So it sounds far away, but it's going to breeze by. It's probably going to be, you know, four or five weeks or something like that. And I just wanted to let you guys know that before we get started. But we will have another episode next week, so get ready for that. I feel like I want to do something really fun to commemorate, almost like a finale of season one. So I got to start brainstorming what I want to do. I want it to be interactive. I want it to be fun. So look out for that next Monday, you guys. But let's get back to this episode that you came on for today. Today, I wanted to do another dating episode. I really enjoy talking about dating, being in your 20s and, you know, just like experiencing different things in dating and entering new relationships and relationships ending and going through breakups and getting back into the dating world. So you guys know that's been definitely a common theme for me this year and a very big reason that I wanted to start my podcast to talk more unfiltered and just real about dating and my dating life and hopefully provide some insight and advice for you guys that are listening. So today I wanted to talk about dating intentionally versus dating out of loneliness and also the concept of being too available. I'm kind of putting that in quotes because we'll get into it, but I have really been, you know, thinking about this for the past year ever since my breakup and kind of me getting back into uh the game into the what's the word getting back out onto the field (laughs) i've just been thinking more about like how available i am and if i'm you know being too available to people that aren't meeting me halfway or if i'm you know not giving enough to people that are giving me more, which honestly, that's not usually the case. I'm more of a very available person, (laughs) but we're going to talk about all of that. It's just something that I wanted to explore. I am for sure not saying that I'm like a professional at this, or I'm really good at dating intentionally versus dating out of, you know, loneliness and just like, you know, kind of like being over being single, because I think that's like a big part of why we date is we don't like being single and being alone. And we want to have someone to share 
that with uh, or like share our lives with. I think that's how a lot of us feel, but I guess it's more just, I wanted to talk about like the concept of almost like dating out of loneliness to the point of like coming across a little bit desperate or just like you're too available, you know, like always down to hang out. Like whenever you need me, I'm here just like giving so much. And where is that line? So that's what I really want to talk about today. I hope that makes sense. Really quickly, I'm going to read off our reviewer of the week, and her name is Catherine. You're the reviewer of the week, Queen. She left an awesome review, and it says, I've been an OG Lindsay fan since she was Beauty Baby 44. Her podcast is amazing, literally the highlight of my week. I love listening to her when walking my dog, and it feels like I'm listening to my friend. Also, her voice is so soothing and relaxing, which may sound weird, but it's true. Love her so much and will continue to stand. <laughs> Catherine, this review is so cute. And I love hearing that you're listening when you're walking your dog. I definitely listen to some podcasts when I'm walking Squirtle. And I listen to a lot in the shower. Anyway, this is a side note. Catherine, you are the reviewer of the week this week. And if you guys want to be reviewer of the week next week and get a shout out on the podcast for the last reviewer of the week for a while, it's going to be... Who is it going to be? I'm doing like a drum roll. It probably sounds really bad into the microphone, but feel free to leave a review this week, you guys, and you definitely might be shouted out next week as our next reviewer of the week. And now let's go ahead and get into our bops and flops of the week. I know I needed a sound effect here. I changed my podcast hosting platform and I'm not able to access the same sound effects as I was before. So if, I'm sure some of you guys have noticed the sound effect is not there, but we're gonna try to come up with something better. So starting off with my flops of the week, my first one is my sleeping schedule has gotten a little bit bad again, and it was kind of, I'm not gonna say it was great, not where I would want it to be, but I, I don't even actually mean my sleeping schedule, like I'm sleeping fine, but like waking up at the hour I would like to wake up at and going to sleep at the hour I would like to go to sleep at, those things aren't exactly working, but I am definitely getting good sleep. I feel like I'm sleeping too much, and um, this is this is no like hot tea. This is no fresh <laughs> fresh tea. This is not a hot take, as my favorite podcast hosts on Girls Gotta Eat would say. Um, I've always been really like bad with this, and it's something that I thought that I would get better at as I got older. And I still just like am so the complete opposite of a morning person. And anyway, you know, I could go off onto a, a rant about this, but kind of just like staying up and not being able to fall asleep at night, and then that leads to like waking up later. And I just am so bad at waking up like at a decent hour and with vlogmas and like me editing later into the night and everything, my sleeping schedule has already gotten worse in the past week that I've been doing vlogmas. I, I think I'm the type of person that I'm going to have to literally force myself to just like wake up and stand up out of bed and start my day but I'm literally not strong enough. Like I've never been able to do that. At some point it's going to have to happen because I feel like once you're 30 or 40 years old, you, you just like can't sleep until 
you know, 11 a.m. <laughs> and I, you know, when am I going to hit the wall, you guys? Like, when am I going to just hit the point where I am a real adult? I don't know. But that's something that I can recognize that I need to work on. And, you know, New Year's resolution, baby. That's a great New Year's resolution for me. Like, wake up 10 minutes earlier or five minutes earlier every day and just like slowly start going back. So now let's get into our bops of the week. My first one is I'm just having a great time with Vlogmas. I am fully in the cozy Vlogmas holiday spirit. There is honestly nothing I needed more in 2020 than it to be the Christmas season. (laughs) And I'm fully embracing it. I'm so excited that there's like three more weeks of the Christmas season. And oh my gosh, I I know it's just going to go by so fast. I've just been loving Vlogmas. So shout out to all of you guys that have been watching. My next bop is that I've really been enjoying my alone time and my schedule lately. And I know that's a little bit of a random one, but I feel like I've just been in the, you know, what's the word? Like in it. I've really been enjoying my time alone. I've been having so much fun with myself and it's honestly crazy, you guys, how much, (laughs) you know, quarantine has made me be like, literally nothing changed for me. Like a bitch has been like this. I don't know. I guess it's just like living alone and working from home. Pretty much nothing changed for me once quarantine hit, um, other than not being able to go to like as many places in public, but like the time spent at home, nothing was different. It was like, wait, this is what I've been doing every day for years. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm grateful for that and just like really enjoying my time with myself and loving myself and cooking for myself and just, you know, doing me and being happy with where I'm at. My last bop is my new fitness routine and classes thanks to joining Orange Theory. So I share this a little bit in my vlogmas and my recent vlogs, but I've only been a member for like not even a month. I think I'm just coming up on my one month and I already feel like I am so glad that I decided to commit to just like a some fun fitness that I actually get excited to go to. It's just so much about like the community for me and I just love it and I've been having such a great time. So I'm really, really grateful and just excited to be like motivated with my fitness and continuing that. I mean, if it was up to me, I I mean, maybe I should just get the unlimited plan because then I could work out like every day. If it was up to me, I think I would honestly go like five or six days a week. (laughs) So maybe in 2021, I'm going to have to upgrade to the unlimited class where I can just go like every day if I wanted to. I think it's so easy to do like workouts and do things that, you know, you're just kind of doing it to do it. You're not really like feeling super excited about it. I know that I was getting into such a rut with my home workouts and I definitely don't want to like take for granted that I'm able in Boise right now to like still go to group fitness classes that are distance. Like they're basically doing like, there's like a machine in between every person so we're not like super close and we wear our masks whenever we're like walking around the rooms or like changing stations or anything but I'm just really grateful to like have that right now because it really is my only like form sense of community right now other than I guess like my YouTube 
audience in my community, which is always there for me. So, um, it's just nice to have like a local thing with like other people that I don't even necessarily like know these people. Right. But I feel so motivated and excited to go to my group fitness classes. I think I'm honestly just like a class bitch. My favorite form of working out is like going to a class, hearing like really good music, just blare through the speakers and just like being told what to do. I like, I'm like, yes, this is me thriving. Like this is what I need in my life. All right, guys, let's just go ahead and get into the episode topic now. So you know what we chat about today. Already, already announced it at the beginning of this episode. But like I said earlier, I I feel like in the past and my my go-to in just like the person that I am, especially with like dating, is a person that like wants to give a lot of my time and give a lot of my energy. I'm the so opposite of a person that ever thinks about like playing hard to get or playing games. I know that some people are a little bit more like, oh, at the beginning, you know, you should play not necessarily hard to get, but you should just be like a little bit more, what's the word, like held back in the beginning of meeting someone or something like that. And I don't know, guys, I just have never really had the brain that goes like that. I'm more just like all in. I really don't have like these thoughts where I am like, oh, I should hold back or, oh, I should like wait a while to text back or after a date, I need to like wait this certain amount of time to contact this person or something like that. (laughs) My brain is not wired like that. And I know, of course, that everybody's different. So whatever works for you, whatever, you know, makes you feel the most fulfilled and best in terms of dating, like do that. Of course, I'm not trying to give any like crazy unsolicited advice, but I kind of just want to like talk about some struggles that I've had, especially when I'm single, I've definitely struggled with giving too much of myself and coming off. I feel like coming off a little bit too strong in the beginning. Now, of course you could look at it the other way and be like, Lindsay, you were just being yourself, which at the end of the day, yes, like I am being myself and I don't want people to get this like different Um, watered down version of me. But at the same time, I do think there's something to be said with like showing people everything up front and being really, really available and almost like to the point of potentially coming off desperate, which is something that I think, like I said, like I've just struggled with this and I kind of wanted to talk about it today. I feel like when I'm single and I have somebody that catches my eye or somebody that I'm thinking about, it's super easy for me to just like want to be like, okay, so when are we hanging out? Like, and just kind of like almost put this pressure onto this other person when they're not even with me. I found myself doing this a lot specifically like in the few months right after my breakup when I was kind of getting back into not even like wanting to be in a relationship with people, but just kind of like talking to guys again and flirting and all that stuff again with new people. And I would really find myself like just feeling like I was being too available. Like I was, you know, like either messaging first or or maybe like I was messaging back faster than them. And I could kind of like notice that like differences in that, or just almost like I said, kind of putting this unsaid pressure onto that other person of like, 
oh, they need to meet me halfway. They need to meet me. They need to give me all the effort that I'm giving to them, even when we're not like a thing, even when we're not committed. You, of course, have expectations and those should never, you know, you should never settle for somebody, of course. Um, but I think that it's hard for me not to like look at somebody even in the beginning and want them to fully be able to meet me where I'm at. And it's really hard for me to accept that somebody like wouldn't be all that I'm able to give to them. But I think that if I really think about it, it's like, okay, well, looking back, you know, all those people that were never able to meet me where I was meeting them, that was not who I needed to be with, who I should be with, who I, you know, like that is not the person that was for me. And even, you know, going on the other end of that is like, I maybe just wasn't the person that they wanted to be that 100% like all in person for. So I think that it's hard, especially when like you are in a place where you've been single for a while, or you just really like connect with someone, or even you just like want somebody to just simply give you what you are giving to them. It's really hard when you realize that you're not quite getting everything back that you're putting in. So I kind of wanted to explore this concept and hear what you guys have to say about dating intentionally versus dating out of loneliness. So I asked you guys on Instagram and we got some voice messages for this episode, which I'm really excited about because we haven't read voice messages on an episode in quite a while and it always makes me so happy to hear them. All right, guys. So let's start off with our first voice message. This is from Simone. Hey, Lindsay. Does it count being too available in your own relationship? Because I feel like this is definitely me. Um, my relationship's great. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, we're fine. We barely have, like, any major problems or anything like that. But I'm definitely the more, you know how they always say there's one person that's, you know, more clingy or needy sort of. I feel like that's definitely me. My boyfriend is a very typical, you know, blokey bloke. Um, one of the boys, loves the boys, all that bullshit. I'm just, yeah, I know that I'm a bit more of like a attention-y, needy, I'm too, I give like a lot and not saying that he doesn't give me a lot back, but just not on the level that I do. He's probably normal and I'm like a bit too much and I feel like he doesn't notice it, not take advantage of it, but he just doesn't notice it. Is this a bad thing? I don't really know. I'm running out of time. I don't even know what to say, but hopefully you get the gist of this. Yeah. I hate how the voice message thing only lets you record up to a minute or you have to like send in another one. So Simone, love your accent. I died when you like said, what did you say? He's one of the like, I don't even remember what you said was something about like him being one of the boys and some like funny expression that you used. I think whenever I posted this on Instagram, I might've not completely worded it correctly how I wanted to come across, but no, I think that in relationships, there is typically going to be someone that is the more like needy, clingy, just like gives a little bit more, right? Like I think that that's very normal or maybe the person that like needs more and it is completely normal. You know, a lot of times you might meet 50, 50, but I do think that a lot of the time, like someone could point out being the more needy or clingy partner, which is not necessarily a bad thing. I think honestly, like 
in my current relationship, that's definitely me. I think it differs from relationship to relationship. I don't want to always say that I was that type of partner in other relationships, but I think that it's completely normal. It sounds like you have a very healthy, amazing relationship. So I think you're doing an incredible job. I wanted to read a few of you guys' DMs that you sent in on Instagram. So um, of course, I'm going to keep them anonymous as always. Okay, so this one says... In my opinion, it's much better to lean on the side of being too desperate. I have been with my fiance for six years and I have always been very clear with what I want. When we first started talking, I told him as soon as I knew I wanted to be in a relationship. Playing hard to get just isn't my style. I think it just sets things up for dishonesty and playing games. That being said, being too clingy is a whole nother thing. You do have to give the other person space to be their own person. Love the pod. You are my number one pod on my 2020 Spotify wrapped. <laughs> um, shout out to that. And also, I guess, because I haven't recorded since that all came out. Um, thank you so much to all of you guys that tagged me in the Spotify wrapped and everything. I got so many just like cute DMs saying that I was one of you guys' top podcasts and it makes me so happy. So hopefully in 2021, the podcast will grow even more, but um, I love this message. I honestly agree with a lot of this, like how you said, playing hard to get just isn't my thing. And I also think that it's very important to be clear with what you want. I think a lot of times in dating at the beginning, like you can second guess, you know, like just saying what you want and what you're looking for. And I think that it's something that people don't necessarily do enough. And I really appreciate honesty. I really appreciate hearing where a person is at, even if it's not exactly where I'm at. Like, for example, just something that I'm randomly thinking of, like whenever I was like dating on Hinge back in like the early summertime, springtime, whatever, when I was like first getting back into dating, I remember I had, I was on like my third date or something with this guy and I wasn't quite like positive, you know, what I wanted, what I was looking for, how I felt about him. But I knew that I wanted to like give it a few more dates. And I remember like him telling me something along the lines of like, I like you and, you know, I feel like I want to continue seeing you and I just like want you to know where I'm at. And then I think I remember saying something along the lines of like, I appreciate that so much. And like, I kind of feel like I'm there, but at the same time, like, I don't know what I want right now. And I just want to be really honest with you and like tell you that. So I think that even if it's the beginning and you are like going on dates with maybe a few different people around the same time. Like even if you are kind of like dating around or even if you're just like hanging out with someone and you're going on like a second or third or fourth date with them and you don't necessarily know if it's going to lead to something, but you know that you just want to kind of like keep feeling it out for a little bit longer. I think that it's always great to express that too, because I think that's when feelings can get hurt even in the beginning. Like I know I'm a very sensitive person and I just like nothing makes me more just like sad and be like, what did I do wrong? than like getting ghosted by someone, even after like one date or even after just like not even them meeting me I, you guys know my thing about ghosting. Um, I know it's not as common for some people, but your girl has been ghosted so much. Um, anyway, this is like another topic, but like I said, just, and like she said in this message, just being clear about what you want. I think that is so important too. I actually like specifically remember a conversation probably like 
I don't even know, like a week or 10 days into hanging out with my now boyfriend, like whenever we first started hanging out and like literally one of the first times he ever came over and we hung out, he, I remember him asking me like, what are you looking for? Like, are you looking for a relationship? Are you looking for like something more casual? Um, cause I'm like pretty much in the place where I'm looking for a relationship And I honestly was like, I haven't really thought about it. Like I was in this point in my life where I had just been single for so long. I wasn't like really thinking about a relationship. I was, you know, but I said that I just expressed that. I was like, I mean, I'm not looking for a relationship, but I'm not, not looking for a relationship. Um, I'm like really enjoying being single right now, but like, I definitely, you know, think that I'm the type of person that like dates to be in a relationship. Like I'm not just going to like continue hanging out with someone for the fun of it. Once I like really get to know them, it's either like, okay, I like you or I don't like you. Like we're either, you know, I'm either in this or I'm not. So I think that that is always extremely beneficial too. So I love this point of like being clear with what you want. And it just goes back to the point of like dating intentionally. So let's play another voice message. Hi, Lindsay. Um, My name is Christy. Um, I'm 20 years old and I've been single for about two years now. And um, I definitely relate with the idea of coming off as too available or um, giving off a desperate vibe. And um, for me, that kind of came from a lack of self-worth. I felt like I didn't really deserve um, someone good or someone that could fulfill my needs or a partnership, which is what, you know, I do crave. I want something more serious and in the world of hookup culture and dating apps it's definitely been um, a lot of settling and a lot of trying to turn something or trying to change someone and make something more serious when I know that's not where it's going so I found myself settling for these little short-term things I thought I could change or fix Um, but I've kind of learned you know in the words of Florence Given don't settle for crumbs when you want the whole damn cake this tea tonight (laughs) that was just like i literally agree with everything you said i relate to everything you said in that message i feel like i'm just gonna leave it there i mean your end quote don't settle for crumbs when you want the whole cake i haven't even really heard that before and i'm just like yes like i i just relate to that so much that was such a good message to hear (laughs) and hearing from like both sides that you guys are submitting i feel like i'm just living for it right now. Okay. Another response I got on Instagram was how do you know when to stop playing too hard to get? I'm in a relationship now, but I still don't know if I should play it cool. I think that this is like a really awesome question. And I think that, I mean, if you're in a relationship, I think that, you know, the person that you're with, they are committed to being with you or else they wouldn't have entered into a relationship with you. So I think that, you know, you don't need to play it cool. I mean, like I said, I'm not really a person that like plays hard to get or like tries to play it cool. I'm very open about how I'm feeling like straight up. I will tell somebody like, I like you. I'll literally look someone in the face and be like, I like you. If I like them, like I'm not about this whole, like playing too cool, but I know what you're saying when like it's at the beginning and somebody's not necessarily like showing you like somebody else is kind of held back so then you almost have to be a little bit more held back until you find out how they feel because you don't want to give everything up front but yeah I mean it sounds like you know if you're in a relationship and it's going well and you're feeling like you're comfortable around your partner which I'm sure you are 
I think that this person knows who you are. They love the true you. And I don't think that you need to play any games in your relationship. I don't think you need to play it cool or hold back. I think you should be your full, your full self. I always go back to this idea of like, um, expressing that I've had a lot of guys tell me that I'm too much or too dramatic and um, that honestly, those were never the right people for me because the person that like wants to be with me would never tell me that. But I think that it's so important to just like be who you are and not hold that back because I mean, if you're going to be with this person for a long time, like they're going to really get to know the real you. They're going to, they're going to know you. So why not just like be yourself from the beginning and, um, be authentic. All right. We've got another voice message about dating intentionally. So let's hear it. Hi, Lindsay. My name is Kelsey. And I just wanted to start off by saying that I love your podcast so much. I listen to episodes on my runs. I just think that you are such an iridescent human being. And I love um, Mr. Squirtle as well. He's a king. Um, but I just wanted to say that I recently went through a breakup and someone suggested that I read the book um, called Attached, The New Science of Adult Attachment and How It Can Help You Find and Keep Love. Um, basically, it dives into the topic of attachment theory and how in relationships there are three different kinds of attachment styles, um, anxious, avoidant, and secure, and it breaks down each one and defines the characteristics that define those um, styles, and it basically helps you identify which one you are and what kind of characteristics you should strive for in a secure partner in order to eliminate the avoidant people and secure the secure. So I just thought I would make that suggestion to anyone going through something similar. Damn, she kept it one second under a minute. She really got it all in there. And oh my gosh, this spoke to me. I wanted to like talk while I was listening to this because I'm literally reading that book right now. I think I'm around halfway through, like kind of like you said, after a breakup and just learning about the attachment styles. So I definitely recommend that book to anybody. Like I said, I'm only halfway through, but at this point, like I know my attachment style, I know my partner's attachment style, and it's really interesting because I never really like knew stuff like that before. I knew that I was the type of person to get attached, but there's multiple different ways, you know, of attachment if that makes sense, and how Kelsey said. So yeah, I think that's a part of dating intentionally too. It's an interesting read, it's a quick read, and and it'll definitely help you in your future dating life. All right, let's read another message from Instagram. I was seeing a guy that I met on Bumble and really liked. Not sure how he felt about me, but I noticed that I would cancel on my friends or even cancel my self-care nights to hang out and hook up with him whenever he asked but whenever I'd ask him, he would always be busy. I'm not sure if this came off desperate to him, but after five months of talking to each other and never became official, he texted me and told me he met someone else that they clicked and that they'd be seeing her now. I thought always being available to him was me being intentional, but I think that it made me look too casual, like I was just always down to hook up instead of having a conversation with him or waiting for him to make real plans with me, like a picnic instead of a movie in his bed. Whoa, I feel like I'm really, I'm really vibing with this message. I'm feeling connected to this because honestly, like, like I was saying at the beginning of this episode, I definitely struggle with this too. And I have felt pretty much how you're feeling, especially like in new relationships. And I think that 
it can really be hard, especially like, I mean, dating apps is a whole nother thing. Like dating apps is just, I mean, a a whole different thing. Like a lot of times it can be more casual. A lot of times, like, I think that's why it's just so good. Like we were talking about before to be open from the beginning about what you want and ask the other person what they're looking for. Because I think that people at the end of the day, like appreciate honesty. I'm not saying like it needs to be the first question, you know, the first time you hang out with this person, you don't need to sit down and be like, what are you looking for? But you know, if like maybe it progresses to a second or third hanging out, um, then I think it's definitely okay to like ask, Hey, like, what are you looking for? Are you looking for like something more casual, like a hookup type situation? Or are you looking like for a relationship? I think that is so fine and really important to like get these questions out. Like I said, um, and I can really relate to like what you're talking about. I think it was so interesting that you said like, I thought always being available to him was me being intentional, but I think it made me look too casual. Like I was always just down to hook up. I think that I've had a lot of similar situations to this and, um, maybe I wasn't interested in a relationship with those people. And that's why it was more of like a hookup thing for me. But I also have had situations for sure, especially when I first started meeting up with people on dating apps, like years and years ago, I think the lines were very blurred. Does this person just want to hook up or like, what is going on here? Like, are, is this serious? Like you can just never tell a lot of times with these guys that you meet up with from dating apps. <laughs> like if it's serious, cause a lot of people, guys and girls are just on Tinder for like the fun or for a quick hookup or whatever. And it's hard to like, know if you're on the same level as somebody or not. So I just love that you submitted this. I think that it was really important. And I think that, like I said, a lot of us can probably relate to it, myself included. Okay, we're going to play our last voice message. This one is from Sophie. Hi, Lindsay. I definitely have um, been too available before. Um, I was just obsessed with this guy, and I literally used to wear makeup and not make plans in hopes that he would ask me to do something, which he never did. And he was a piece of shit, so I don't know why I ever bothered anyway. But... um, I think for your own sanity, you have to, no matter how much you want to spend all your time with someone, you've got to find a balance. You know, you've got to make time for yourself, for your hobbies, your friends, your family, just your self-care, everything. And then, I don't know, I think you start off on a bad foot if you want, if you're with this person 100% of the time. Um, Because that's not how life works. You can't be with someone 100% of the time. Um, like long term. This tea. First of all, I love your accent so much. And I was dying when you were like, I don't even know why I was so obsessed with this guy. He's a piece of shit. Like (laughs) I can just relate to like being so obsessed with someone for a brief, like fleeting moment of time. And then, you know, six months later, I'm like, what the fuck? Lindsay, like, honestly, I look back on so many past, whether it was like a hookup or a crush or whatever. I'm like, Lindsay, why like what it was going on in your brain <laughs> but i think you made so many points it's so true like being with somebody 100% of the time it's not realistic and even if you're like fucking married to someone you know you're not going to be with this person all the time i do think it's so normal though to be like in hopes that this person's going to hit you up i totally know what you're talking about especially if you don't have like concrete plans with somebody but they're like oh maybe you know like maybe we're gonna hang out on tuesday or like maybe we can hang out on 
Tuesday night when I get off work, but there's never like a concrete plan that's made. That's like just an example I'm making. And I would literally be that same bitch. Like I would be that same person that like puts on makeup. I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to wear? Like, oh my God, do I need a shave? Like all this extra ass shit. And it's like, wait, a plan hasn't even been made. Like he couldn't even secure a plan with me. What am I fucking doing? And it's kind of crazy when you think about like the time spent and the energy spent and like, oh, I can't, you know, work on myself. I can't do my work tonight because this guy might hit me up. It's wild. But I think that a lot of us experience this. I think that this is actually a really common thing that isn't talked about (laughs) that much is just like, wanting, you know, almost like wanting to spend all your time with this person so badly that you are not making other plans. You are not in the dating pool anymore. Maybe just because maybe this one guy might hit you up. You're like not talking to anybody anymore. You're not like on dating apps anymore. You're not like exploring anymore. You're not hanging out with your friends. You're not making time for your work and your goals and prioritizing yourself. I'm really going off on a tangent here, but like, I think Honestly, you guys, I'm going to leave like this episode. This is where I'm going to leave it off with the point that like, if somebody wants to be in your life, they will make the effort. They will. And you don't have to make 100% of the effort. And I think this is something that I would really go back and tell myself a thousand times, like ingrain it in my brain. Lindsay, the right people will show up for you. The right people will not take two days to text you back. (laughs) The right people will never make you feel confused about where you're at with them because they just know and you know. And I think it's really hard to not get wrapped up into these like half-assed relationships. I know I have done it a thousand times where I'm like, okay, you know, I like this person and what they've given me is pretty good. They're not giving me everything that I want or everything that I need, but you know, they're giving me something and like accepting the breadcrumbs. And that's been another thing I've talked about a lot on the podcast this year is like being breadcrumbed by people, um, in dating situations. And I think it's very important to be able to recognize when that's happening to you. If you don't feel fulfilled, you know, you probably most likely are being breadcrumbed by somebody because they're not giving you what you need. And of course, nobody's perfect, right? Like we can tell people, you know, hey, like I, this is what I need. This is what I expect. This is what I want, especially if it's somebody that we're committed to. Tell yourself a thousand times, tell yourself, sit down with yourself and say, the right person will show up for you. They will make time for you. They will make time to talk to you, respond to you. They will make time to hang out with you. That's another one. Like there's several people, especially when you're in the dating app game, that it, that people that live in your phone and people that will hit you up and never really make concrete plans with you. The people that want to get to know you and want to be with you, they will be with you. And it's as simple as that. I think it's hard to realize that sometimes. And, you know, I know that it's hard when you're lonely and especially in times of COVID and 2020, it's like, what the fuck even is going on with dating? It's so hard to like meet people and just know you know, where people are at, know what you want and don't be like I've been and be super fucking 
extra available all the time. Like hold back a teensy little, little, little bit at the beginning when you're super excited about someone before you even really know them that well and just concentrate on like going with the flow. And I would honestly go with the advice of like, give the other person what they're giving you. Try not to give like a ton more than they're giving you. Like if they're taking two hours to text you back every time you text them, you should take two or more hours to text them back, you know? And it's like, I know that's like playing the game or whatever, but at the end of the day, like that's probably not even the person you're going to end up being with because they're not giving you what you want, what you need. And I'm going off on a tangent now, so I'm just going to leave it there. (laughs) I've been recording for about an hour now. And I just wanted to say thank you so much to all of you guys that submitted. I did get some other responses, but these are just the ones that I wanted to include and talk about today. I had so much fun recording this episode today. I feel like it was real and something I really wanted to share and open up with you guys about. So feel free to let me know your feedback on the podcast Instagram. You can leave comments. You can send me DMs. Um, And I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back with another episode. The season finale season one finale next monday so thank you guys so much for listening and you will hear from me then bye you guys